Akwabedin here, and you are listening to the Millennial African Podcast. Hello guys, welcome back to some more quarantine content. This partial lockdown has provided almost everyone besides essential workers time to do some reflection. Some people are learning new skills, others are catching up with their favorite TV shows, and some of us are trying to make more time to read. Have you ever wondered why some people read so much, or even wonder how some people are able to find pleasure in reading? And I'm not talking about reading the subtitles on your favorite TV show and definitely not the large font text on memes. If you have ever wondered why, then you probably haven't ever read much. And if you haven't wondered why, then you most likely grew up in a society that encourages reading. I read a lot and I read wide, from novels to scientific articles and even autobiographies. My ability to connect with strangers from around the world usually starts with ideas and knowledge about a topic I randomly read somewhere. I'm that guy who sees a workout post on Instagram with a long description and I read it all. But I haven't always been someone who likes to read. The infant Aquabedin didn't like to read. He saw it as more homework, I guess. There's a popular saying in Ghana that if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. Malcolm X said, if you want to hide something from a Negro, put it in a book. This sentence stems from being a population with low literacy levels and a lack of leisure time in life. How does someone who is struggling to make ends meet find the time to read? This is the case with many individuals in Africa and black communities around the world. Parents can't read or make the time to read to kids. A lot of us were never read bedtime stories. It's 2020. Literacy levels are increasing in Africa and millennial Africans are the most educated African generation yet. We are understanding that the benefits of reading cannot be disputed. Research has shown through MRI scans that reading literally changes and transforms your mind by creating networks that strengthen and get more sophisticated as your reading ability matures. Specifically, it helps reduce stress, prevent age-related cognitive decline, prepares one for a good night's sleep, helps alleviate depression symptoms. Basically, it improves your quality of life. I've met Africans who have an insatiable appetite for reading. A girl in my biomedical engineering class had read almost every popular book I had read. One summer break, she devoured my recommendations as if her engineering internship was counting how many books she could read that summer. The twin brother of a boy in computer engineering and I had a random, exciting, and interesting conversation about books we both read growing up, and how even though he grew up in the United States and I in Ghana, we still had read some books in common. How have such people managed to build an interest, navigate and keep reading in societies that have little to no resources that encourage reading? It is challenging, and individuals are doing their best to help others overcome these challenges. Book clubs, bookstores, Book donation groups, ebooks, and reading sponsors are popping up to encourage reading. They might not be adequate to replace the scarce libraries and other unavailable resources, but they may be able to drastically influence the next generation.
So why am I adding a book review segment to the Millennial African Podcast? Well, this podcast is to inform and educate, to create a platform for millennials, particularly millennial Africans, to understand and discuss issues that influence their lives. The topics covered in episodes are informed by research and reading, and a lot of these are in books. Conversations with some of you listeners about impactful and life-altering events buttressed by what we have read in books led to suggestions for this podcast. So, the objectives of this segment will be to encourage reading for people who do not necessarily have a passion for reading by providing community support and sharing excitable benefits of reading. For you guys who are already book lovers, this segment will aim at suggesting new books and authors and also create a platform for you to share books and authors or books by authors that you love and why you love them. After all, they do say that the best books are the ones that are recommended. You know what? I just realized that I may have one more reason, which is more selfish. I have promised myself to read more and watch less TV shows and movies. And so by doing this, I am going to receive the best recommendations from you guys. <laughs> anyway, last year I decided to read books on Africa, African history and books by African authors. So... In order for me to feel less guilty, I have shared some of that on my book's highlight on my Instagram. My Instagram is Aquabadian, or just search for Millennial African Podcast. So you can go and check them out. The book review segment won't talk about the outline or storyline of books. That is not as exciting to me as discussing the book's influence or impact. It's certain in how it might translate to our lives in this 21st century. If someone suggests a book... I will invite them to tell us why that book and how it has influenced their life. Don't feel pressured. It's only an invitation so you can accept it or reject it. So keep the recommendations coming. You know, low literacy and an inability to read is a form of oppression. And its effect transcends generations in unimaginable ways. It takes away options, keeps one's hands tied and prevents one from investigating things even in the simplest ways. How bad can they get? See, in the 1870s, Henry Morton Stanley, a British-American explorer, after completing the first European version of a trans-African exploration, I like to call it the European version, because I believe some Africans might have made that journey already. After that exploration, at the request of the Belgium King Leopold, he made African chiefs in the Congo sign documents they didn't understand. And the document stated that they were leasing all their land indefinitely to the Belgian king. Okay. In a more simple example, in elementary school or primary school, I became friends with a boy whose mom had an extensive reading. Her encouraging us to read was one of the biggest turning points in my life. Also, one of my Sunday school teachers once said, the difference between a successful man and an unsuccessful man is access to information. I've held those words dear, and it encouraged me to read wide. By encouraging others to read, they get exposed and understand how things work. This is how we liberate minds and give people tools that will enable them to take control of their lives.
thank you guys so much for listening and subscribe and share or tell a friend about it and until next time take care